Help support our coverage with a free account on Privacy, the service that keeps you protected when shopping online. Get $5 to try it now by using promo code QZZ2J. There we go. Now I've got sound. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Fantastic. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Phil, um, and this is my colleague, Nick, and we are from Abisola, UK. Okay. And what do you guys do? Um, we are a UK-based startup working on the um, technology about renewable energy. Okay. And, and in your summary, I see both LiDAR and solar energy systems. So where do those two technologies that seem pretty divergent, where do they uh, fit together? Yes, so um, so our technolo technology is able to combine LiDAR and machine learning. So in, in a nutshell, it's pretty much like using LiDAR to scan a whole city and create a high-resolution 3D model of the entire city on a virtual platform. So we can simulate the amount of solar radiation on each part of the roof surface areas and then combine different machine learning to find out amount of electricity generation for each surface area at different time of the day. Okay, so you scan a city and you can, using machine learning, you can essentially figure out where the best place to put solar panels, the most efficient place to put solar panels would be. Spot on, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it does it. It does it over a whole city, and it, and it, but it does it at the level of each roof, and that's where it's sure. quite cool because you can over here in the UK, solar is not quite a given as it probably is in certain parts of the US. Uh, you know, it has to have a really good business case for it to work here, and it works really well when it has that good business case. So what it does is is for each property in that city, it prepares a, a full business plan and says, "Yep, solar's awesome for your building. Crack on," uh, and actually. One of the benefits is, is, is it says, no, solar is not very good. Uh, you, you don't want solar on that property. So that, that's quite the appeal that it's it's quite an honest tool. Um, and I think that's it's quite new in the solar industry over here in the UK. We're in a post-subsidy market where we don't have lots of government grants to fund renewable energy. Um, and there's some element of, I won't call it scamming, but there's some element of kind of you know selling selling products that shouldn't be there so we're, we're quite proud in saying yes that's great crack on or or no that's uh, that's not the way to go okay uh, and that makes sense you know it th there's there's some similar situations here in the US you know some some areas are great for it Arizona Hawaii um, you know yeah. uh, Todd Cochran who opened the show today uh, he lived in Hawaii for a long time and he put solar up and uh, was able to essentially get off the grid almost entirely, uh, except for the fee he has to pay the the power company to not use their service, which yeah. is bonkers. And you don't get him started on that topic. But <laughs> um, but yeah, then there's there's other areas that it it isn't nearly as effective. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense. And so in those areas, 
you'd be able to find out, no, this, no, it's not worth, you're never going to recoup your cost. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, so we, we're correct. working with, with local government here in the UK and we've, we're live in, in one city at the moment, we're going live in more. Um, and in just one city, there's 32,000 homes that actually would, solar would work. Um, so, so that's great that we can, we can pinpoint those 32,000 houses. Um, and then the local government can set to work, you know, targeting the people where it's going to work, making sure that advertising is going to the right place rather than wasting money targeting people where solar is never going to work. So, sure. so there's, there's the marketing side of it, which is, is quite a benefit. But Phil's the guy who, who's made the tech. So it's spinning out of the University of Southampton here in the UK um, that generates this really accurate LIDAR modeling that we've we've deployed into the the solar market as the place to do it uh, the applications are huge we're, we're working with another another part of local government looking at green roofs where you can stick all sorts of plants on the roofs to slow down flooding because we can just we can map out a city and we can play with that city we can add a building we can take right. away a building and say hey what happens to the environment when we make these changes so it's quite cool having that ability to I guess play God and and start playing around with 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 the environment and say what happens if in a safe manner sure. where it's only the it's only the tech that fails not not the the infrastructure of the city. Sure. Yeah, that that makes sense. Once you've got the model of the city, you can build other machine learning models to uh to apply different principles like like green roofs, which is is something that you know is is pretty popular in the East, but hasn't, uh, hasn't quite caught on, uh, in the West in the way that I think it probably should. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And, uh, you, you know, you, you mentioned the technology and, you know, my first thought when I saw this, uh, like I I'm looking at the, sim at the, at your summary and it's, it's a single sentence and I pull out of it, LIDAR computer simulation, solar energy system. And I was like, normally you hear LIDAR and you you immediately click into autonomous vehicles because at CES, that's what light almost exclusively your pitches <laughs> that say LIDAR are about autonomous vehicles. And obviously it's a way more interesting technology than that. So I'm glad to see you applying it to something more interesting than an autonomous Uber. <laughs> yeah, we're really, really proud of that so our our expertise to combine lidar not only for a room or for vehicles but to have both the high resolution and the great geographic scale combine the two together is a quite is quite a lot of data we have to crunch every single time sure and how do you manage to get such a large scan um yeah it's a it's an airbound data collection. So in the okay. UK, the UK government about 10 years ago has initiated a, a national program scanning mostly urban areas and gradually expanding that to the whole country. So for most of the urban areas within the UK, we have good data coverage and we are trying to use uh, drones in the future to collect our own data to push this uh, competitive advantage even further. 
cool. Yeah, and we can we combine it with space-based technology as well. So we're using satellite data, um, and we're we're partly we, one of our projects is partly funded by the UK Space Agency. Nowhere nowhere near like NASA on on your side. It's a it's a, a lot smaller in comparison, but but they're helping us, uh, you know, really try and make a difference. I guess they budget is using space to make a difference on Earth. So, so we are using some of the data collected from satellites to work out how can we reduce carbon through other methods other than solar in the properties. So we can see how thick walls are. We can see how dense the roofs are. Uh, we can really start to work out where we're wasting energy. Very cool. Well, if people want more information about this, how can they get it? Phil? Yes, we have our own website. It's, uh, it's quite cool domain, it's ab.solar. And that's our homepage. And uh, to, to, to go along with the CES, we're really proud to be um, attending CES, but for people who want to know more in the future, uh, we have a digital stand our, on our own website as well. So you, they can easily find out a demo. They can, they can try the the, the the technology they can see the video and they can understand all sorts of features of our tech very cool well i really do appreciate you coming and talking to me today and uh and and talking about this technology because it's really really fascinating thanks it's really great to be here I, i'm glad thanks. we were able thanks to make much. this work absolutely and uh enjoy the rest of ces thanks you thank you much. It's, it's a weird one as you said thank you it definitely is. <laughs> TPN CES 2021 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss, Adam Barker, and Dave Mendez. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz and Terry Willingham. Hosts are Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, Christopher Jordan, and Danielle Mendez. This has been a Tech Podcast Network production in association with Plug Kids Productions, copyright 2021.